Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 313. Also, please send me that video of Elsie dancing. <laughs> This is She Podcasts. I think I just said episode 313. I am your co-host, Jessica Kupferman. With me, as always, the extremely energetic Elsie Escobar. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. And then also our producer, the ever frustrated with me, John Domingo. Hey, and by the way, look at how cute we are. We're matching today. You see our beautiful shirts? Oh, look at that. that. I didn't notice that. We're matching. Except, look at her boobs. Like, I have zero. My boobs are like, I can be. I know. Wow, look at that. I do not have. (laughs) Anyway. I know. But how cute is this? But I will say, okay, so these sweatshirts are a present from happinessisinc.com. They're very sweet to give us free sweatshirts. So we wanted to tell you about them. They have all kinds of happiness is happiness is a good book. Happiness is the beach. Happiness is hockey. It is so cute. There's so many tops. Now I want to get all of them. What I like about this shirt, to be honest with you, is the neck because it's an it's it's an open neck like it doesn't it's a women's it's clearly women's fit. And like you can tell that it fits because it's not too baggy. The boobs show, but then it goes in where there's a waist. It's like it's really nice. It's flattering. It is flattering. And can I tell you what my favorite thing about this thing is? Yes. Oh, my God. It's yes. It's the most – it's the softest sweatshirt I've ever – In the world. Touched. And my, I, I, it is so soft, y'all. I wish you could you could feel it. It is unbelievable. It's it's like cashmere of something. It is. Something it's like, like a cashmere sweatshirt. Worth every penny and mom, mom, so deliciously soft. Hola, happy Mother's Day. Happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Day, Mom. Mom. So nice to how see you. I hope you had a nice Mother's Day. Look at how cute my sweatshirt is, Mom. It is so soft. We should send one to my mom. She would really like it. Although we should. She doesn't need it, though. She's in LA. Though. It's not cold there. <laughs> it's true. It's totally hot What do you hot say, there. though, instead of mountain life, what, do you ha- what would we send her? Beach? She doesn't go to the beach, right? No, there's a lot. There's so many there different so many. things in here. They have happiness in the coffee stuff. Happiness is a good book. Sunshine. I want to send your mom a funny one, though, so that when she wears it, it's insane. Like, No. Send her the one about the family. In the barn. That one. No. Happiness is The family. barn she with horses. That. That's funny. But that's not a pretty color. Okay. No, we're not going to send her How about happiness that. is hook, line, and sinker? <laughs> that's funny, though. All right, fine. I know. Cup of no, not cup of tea, but she would like the family one. Are there any other ones? Do you want to put the thing on the screen 50s? so that people? She's can saying it's in the fifties. There, she's telling you it's in the fifties. Oh, the there, 50s aka, there. she needs a nice fluffy sweatshirt. This sweatshirt, I'm serious, mom. It is so cute, and they're so soft. 
morning coffee, a good book, my besties. I think the family one is the one that she would like the most, but it's not like a mo- my mom type of color. This is a very, it's like gray. She's not gray. My mom's not a gray. But I think you can pick, she picked that for us though, but I think your mom could pick a different color. No, what I'm saying is that they, she does, the, the, the ones that they show in the store, they don't have a choice. So, oh. you know what I mean? The one that I would pick for my mom would be yeah. happiness is family, but they're, they only have it as charcoal she could sleep in it she could sleep in it if it's cold yeah but if it's cold but chances are they're not putting on but heat though they probably don't put on the heat if i had to guess when your mom's cold she's probably cold right there's no heat happening in there it's california you guys don't have yeah she doesn't have the heat no and then their air conditioner at least the last time i remembered was broken so but that doesn't really matter but anyway these are super cute. Thank you so much. Y'all should go over to happinessisinc.com. But she's writing. Look. I can wear it with bright jewelry. Yes, of course you can. Okay. <laughs> you can. And it's so sweet. Hey, I mean, it yes, is really can. the softest ever. I'm really impressed with the quality of these sweatshirts. I'm, I am too. I'd like to know what where they source the shirts from mm-hmm. so that I can make all of our things in this exact material. It is unbelievable. It's so yeah. gorgeous. I love it. And plus, it's nice that it says, I mean, I picked Mountain Life for Elsie, but I have a couple. I do have a couple. I put Mountain Life for me, too, because I'm from the mountains. And I think my camp friends would like um, Happiness is Mountain Life. Because we go, we used to go to the mountains every summer. So yeah. that's why I picked it for me. I don't live in the mountains, but I used to. But it's super anyway. cute. Y'all have to go check them out. They're very nice. What does it look like behind your cameras? What, the sweatshirt? What the, what do you mean behind our cameras? Like if you turned the cameras at 180 and went the other way, is it a mess? Oh, no, I'm not going to show you that. It's my messy bed. Is that you wanna, what you want to see? That's are like your, those giant, are your boobs. My was, giant rack. <laughs> That's all I've got. That's all I've got to show you. No, I think Sorry. on the other side, the setup. The setup. Oh, <laughs> I see. As if we'd show you that. Well, I can show. I mean, I have pictures of all that stuff. Actually, I can show you. Hold on. I have a setup. I have a picture of the setup. I'm going to send it to John. John can, like, send it over. Okay. Ooh. But I, I have a. I have a ton of crap here that I have to put away. A ton of crap here that I have to put away. That's my electric fireplace bookshelf and then this thing if you can see on the floor is a giant piece of stained glass from a synagogue that's going on our wall as soon as we can get the electrician oh to come God, back just she didn't ask for like an entire walkthrough of your life i'm trying to make the corner of my office sound better well don't follow what i just showed you oh right i've got to get out of the closet <laughs> don't we all terry yeah. don't we all don't we all yeah a lesson long and wide for everyone. You know what I have to say, Terry, when it comes to moving outside of the closet? I think that one of the the most important things is the microphone versus the actual setup. Because if you have the right microphone, you can be almost almost anywhere. But if you don't have the right microphone, that's a problem. So, yeah. Anyway, just saying. Yeah, it's true. That's very uh, true. So I would invest Wise less words. on the actual setup and more on the mic. Microphone, yeah. Microphone is the way to go. But, okay, yeah. so let us talk about my experience this weekend. I would like to have John 
come on the screen for just this bit of the okay. of our show. Okay, yes. John, yes. you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, John. I'm having just you need come to see in your face screen. when we hear it, when you hear the story. I what I want as everybody here who is watching live because this is what you get when you have live stuff. You get to see us. So, John, I am going to send you a picture. Okay. Okay. So, take a look at your phone. And then I will tell the story. But I want to see John's face. Did you tell your mother this already? Did your mom know this already? Oh, my God. Is that a rat? (laughs) It's a mouse. Okay. All right. Show her mother. I'll tell you the story. Okay. All right, y'all. So I. (laughs) I, Okay. So this is Friday night. I believe it was Friday night. It was nighttime. Uh, The girls and I had a wonderful day. We were all incredibly tired. And it was, you know, time to go to sleep. Everybody's like all wound up and whatever. And it was time for my last pee. It was time for my last pee. And and I go into the bathroom. What time was it? Huh? What time was the last pee? It was around 11 p.m. It was about 11 11 p.m. Okay. All right. So um, I'm I'm walking into the bathroom and I look at the toilet and it looked as if my girls had not flushed the toilet, Oof. which is or you know, used toilet paper. Well, yeah, and it looked like there was something in there, right? And so I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so. They didn't flush the toilet again. So I go over to flush the toilet because it looked right. like there was a little thing down there. Something. Right. Because Elsie's like animals. Ugh. And so, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I first I thought, oh, animals, animals. So I go in there and I put my hand there and I look and it looked like a little poop, like a poop. I'm like, oh, my God, does that poop have a tail? And so I look and it's a mouse. It's a little mouse. It was a little mouse in the toilet. Oh, my God. It was a little mouse. I hope that's what you sounded like when it happened. Sure I was like that. I kind of went like this, and then I came out, and I was like this to my girls. I was like, oh. <laughs> and they were like, "What's wrong, mom? What's wrong, mom?" And I was like, oh. and then Just I made shocked. them go look, and then I go over there and I go, "Go! You have to go in there. Go look. Go look, because you will never ever see this again in Hopefully. your life." I promise. Hopefully. I've never seen it. I'm like almost 50 years old. I've never seen this. Yeah. Yeah. Fair okay? enough. Okay. And yeah. So I'm like, you guys, you'll have to go. And so they're both like, you know, going in the bathroom and like, and and of course, both of them were, went, we went, ah, oh, it's so cute. That's of course, both of them did that. <laughs> Your children, you've ruined them for, to be normal children. So quick question. They think a mouse in the toilet is cute. Was Randy oh around? Oh, my God. He was not. He was not no. here. So here. So, so the he's, plot he thickens. was on a work trip. He's still on a work trip. So I'm sitting there going. I texted him. I was like, um. And then I sent it over. And he goes, it was probably Uno. Uno's our cat. He was like, it was probably Uno. Uno chased him in there. And the cat. And I think that the, the little mouse was like. And then he just landed in the toilet because uno was chasing him and um that's what we think right that's what he said right and so then i'm sitting there going like what what are we gonna do there's a mouse in there alive and alive and so rand's like go get a jar a jar get him out 
and take him out. Put your food jar in the toilet. It's and a get jar, him out. dude. There's so many of those, you know, those big jars. Yes, it was alive, Terry. It was alive. So then oh. I go in the I go into my kitchen and I grab <laughs> I grab the jar and I'm thinking. And so this, so now you see all of us, all three. The, it was a sitcom, dude. We're in the bathroom, all of us like this, ee! like making squeaking noises ourselves. <laughs> and as I'm trying to get the mouse out of the toilet, I, I had a moment of, what if the mouse like jumps? Jumps. Which very well right? could happen. And so yeah. I thought, what if it jumps up? I'm going to freak out. I'm going to, I mean, I'm just going to be like the one of those women that like goes like, this right it so i thought oh my god what is gonna happen oh and by the way i know you all don't want to hear this and jessica was jessica responded to me and she didn't i don't think she would have been there with me but when i looked at the little guy he was so cute he was like he literally had eyes that were like this big and his it's little vermin face. it was so cute and so i go over there and i Grab the thing and I just put it down, not all the way in the back because he was not in the water. So I put it in there and the little mouse just went in the jar. Yeah, he was on the beach. He just went in the jar. And so I like walked out and I plunked him outside. And did you give it a good flick of the wrist so he would go sailing a little bit? Give him a roller coaster? It was coaster so around? dark. I don't know where he went. I did not want to do it. And then May, oh my gosh. And then May was like, we can't. He's going to die out there. He's cold. I need to go get up. And she's looking for a blanket. And I was like, meh. No. uh, He's an animal. He's not going to die. There's worse things that could happen to him. They have fur coat. They don't get cold like that. Anyway, so that was my story. And I just thought, Mm. oh, my gosh. There was a mouse in my toilet. And so, of course, from now on, every time I'm going in there. And then I was just imagining. Can you imagine? Oh, no. no. And then the thought of just sitting without ever looking in the toilet. You will never sit on a toilet without looking. Right. I don't do that anyway. (gasps) Oh, my God. Especially in the woods or in a hotel or in the summertime, because in the summertime, silverfish and spiders end up in my toilet. And then I have, I have, I have like um, phantom feelings of having something crawl in yes! my leg. You do start night. to have the feelings. And I was thinking like, oh, my gosh. What yeah, if I-, I can't take it. Oh, my gosh. And what if I would have. Oh, man, this makes me feel bad. What if I was blind? What? Oh, my God. What? (laughs) Someone would come and look for you, I hope. No, but what if you're sitting there and you didn't know? You pee on a mouse. What do you mean, what if? Seems obvious. And then you flush the toilet and you don't know. How would you? You Wait, you know what might happen? If they had a seeing eye dog, the doggy would take care of it, probably. You think so? No. I mean, what do you mean, No. (laughs) Stop you think it. dogs just let their owners pee on a mouse? Yes. No, they don't. <laughs> also, Do you the think dogs, dogs probably not. But also, why would you, Do you say think dogs the let their owner pee, like step on a cat in the street? So you're telling me that the dog before the person who's blind sits on the toilet, jumps up, looks in the toilet, and gives the person an all clear? No. There's nothing in there? No, but they can probably smell the mouse and then go, rawr, rawr, rawr. and so yeah, they're and like, then what's, then it would be a what's wrong, easy. Lassie? But all I'm saying, 
All I'm saying is that that was an experience. So now I can say that I almost peed on a mouse and I grabbed the mouse. I mean, I took the mouse outside. At least it wasn't a rat. And right. then May tried to get it back. And then May was like, yeah. And I mean, I've seen mm. the little mice before. I have not in the house, but I've seen the mice. There have been mice. I mean, there's mice out here. Sure We're are. out mm-hmm. in the mm. outside. Right. Stop. We've had the yurt rat. Hard. Now we have the toilet mouse. <laughs> now we have the mouse. Anyway, um, shall we? Uh, shall Actually, we speaking of yurt rats, a... I think I figured out what's. I think yeah. I figured out what's under my deck. Did I tell you that? Like, we have the deck boarded up, so no foxes can get in. But okay. Something dug a hole underneath the grass and the deck anyway to live there. So there's like a pretty significant sized hole to go underneath and burrow in our deck, which there's no way for me to get in and out of to see what's in there. And Scott said he saw it the other day. It's like a groundhog. Mm -hmm. There's like a there's like a mole or some kind of weird little groundhog little fucker under my deck (laughs) living there. Uh, more vermin but i live near the woods too i live right next to the woods too so i mean yeah there's no i don't live in it like elsie but there's yeah there's no way to get around it you know yeah but yeah and i know and i am so sorry everybody i'm not saying i want mice in my toilet or in my house kill it so back off i just am saying that that was a surprise and i just thought it was not something i would have ever imagined when I looked in my toilet, that there would be a mouse. And so now I know to always look and stuff. Thank God. Like you didn't already know to look. <laughs> and I have to say that I was, of, of course, I was surprised. I, I had a great mm-hmm. time. I laughed. We laughed. I th- I found it to be just hysterical. She just said she had I a great just, time, you guys. I know. I had a great time finding a mouse in my toilet. I mean, it was hilarious. A little drama, I guess. A little drama, a little like dopamine right before you go to sleep. (laughs) And then I and then I started to lie down and go to sleep. And then I started laughing because I thought this is so weird. I mean, yeah, what? Anyway, shall we talk about podcasting? Do you want to do the news? The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Pretty, pretty exciting stuff. All right. Shall we begin with the, your yeah. favorite subject? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, me or you? You. Okay. So Cameron Esposito is set to host the Podcast Academy's inaugural awards for excellence in audio, the 2021 Ambien Awards. Ambies, no! for short. <laughs> just kidding. They're just called the Ambies. The comedian and writer who released her memoir, Save Yourself, last year hosts the Query podcast featuring interviews with LGBTQ plus luminaries and exploring issues of identity, personality, gender, sexuality and civil rights. By the way, she's a hilarious comedian. Is she really? I've never yes, heard of her. Yes, she really is. Mind she used you, to have an, um, I've never heard of most comedians. The end. She used to have this fantastic haircut, which was like a full spiky like mullet but it would come down longer but then one side was shaved it was great it was perfect i loved it yeah she's a really good get to have host um and um donald albright who's the academy chairman said they're very excited to have her 
um, hosts the first ever awards for excellence in art honor money. Her energy, stage presence, and wit will make for a very memorable evening. We're very impressed by this group of independent young podcasters that have taken to the airwaves to share their personal stories and create inclusive environment for their listeners. Other stars set to appear are... Darren Chris, Hank Azaria, Whitney Cummings, Ashley Flowers, S.D. Haim, DeRay McKesson, Jackie Neal, Matt Schrader, Neil Strauss, Keenan Thompson, and Rain Wilson. So, yeah, they bookmarked those people in the middle with the famous people. So, like, who you need to care about is, like, Azaria, Chris, Whitney Cummings, and then Keenan Thompson and Rain Wilson. Those are some pretty big names for podcasting awards. And I was kind of wondering, like, how do we get those people to come to our show? That's what I I'd like to know. I wonder if there's like money involved. There has to be because those. Yeah, you're right. There has to be. Maybe that's how. Top nominees include Dirty Diana, The Left Right Game and Wind of Change from Wondery, as well as Wondery's Bunga Bunga. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Slate Slow Burn and NPR's Code Switch. The Academy formed in early 2020 with a goal of creating an Oscars for podcasting. Yeah. So essentially, this is why the Podcast Academy exists. I mean, this is why. This is it. This is why we, those of us who are uh, Podcast Academy, how do you say it? Members? Members, participants. This is what our money went towards. Mm -hmm. So might as well see where it goes. And now, you know, Rob Greenlee is going to be presenting the award. I don't know if it's an award. Yeah, it is. For, for the Audio Impact Award that is going to Teenager Therapy Podcast. Uh, so he will be there live. So, by the way, this is a in-person event that will also be streamed live from L.A., uh, so if you guys want to check it out, it is happening Sunday, May 16th at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. And Eastern. I'm assuming that you need to follow the Podcast Awards social media to get more details or go over to, I assume, podcastacademy.com to sign up for the newsletter. Is it so, bad that I'm having a hard time caring about it? Should I be caring about it more? Well, I don't know what to say about that. I mean, there's a lot of us who stopped caring about the regular awards, you know, like the Golden Globes. and. I mean, I, it's true. I am on that list as well. You're right. I am definitely on that list. I do not yeah, care. So it's, yeah, we're, we've kind of yeah. stopped caring about a lot of this stuff. So in, in some way, we'll see what happens. And uh, I see the value of uh, awards at times, but at the same time, it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. And it's funny because Teenager Therapy, I thought I knew all about them. I actually listened to a couple of their episodes and I, I put it in our show notes. Now, mm-hmm. I went and looked back and I thought, oh, we obviously covered this because I listened to the show I remember specifically and I did a search in in our Notion database and sure enough it shows up in episodes for 2020 but Mm -hmm. you know how we have in our Notion database we have on the left hand side that no status page with like articles that either I wanted to talk about or we move it over whenever we don't talk about it or things that never actually make it onto the show yeah it was on there (laughs) no So it was in the in the no status, which means we probably never actually talked about it. 
because it w- I wanted to put it into the Weird and Wild show of the week, but I don't think it ever made it into our show. So. Yeah. But I knew about it. It's a good – I mean, it's a really – it actually is a – the reason that I'm sort of kind of happy about this is because this is not a highly produced show. Teenager Therapy is very much a group of teenagers. I think that there's up to six of them or it's a lar- a big amount. And they just talk about their lives and – address topics but they don't ever try to to ever pretend that they're more than teenagers it's not like they're the smart teenagers that know all the answers they are it's very much like an independent podcaster in the way that we listen to a lot of shows that have large groups of people having conversations and they just talk about subjects that are of interest to them and they give um, options for folks when it comes to obviously mental health uh, advocacy, resources, things like that. But they also don't um, try to pretend that everything's okay. So they just talk about their own experiences and and do it from the perspective of a teenager. So I found it to be really, it's really great. It was a really, it's a really great experience. Yeah. It's super down to earth. Yeah. And so anyway. Congratulations. Moving right along now. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple of interesting things here. This one uh, about the New York Times and that they said that that they're crediting podcasting for helping the New York Times see double digit digital ad growth. That's cool. Yeah. I thought that was very, very interesting. Yeah, so (laughs) that's what happens when you pay attention to podcasts, I think. (laughs) It's because of Kara Swisher. Kara Swisher hosted Sway and the Ezra Klein Show. The Times does not release podcast revenue, but reported overall advertising increasing 16.3% to 5.95 million with podcasting cited as one of the reasons for the growth. There's been a real improvement in digital advertising in 2021, said the CEO. The Times struck a $25 million deal to buy serial productions. Whoa. And inked a multi-year partnership with This American Life. Well, that also explains it. You know, if you're going to pull in serial and This American Life, I mean, yeah, you're going to see some increase in everything else you're doing. I think part of why this is intriguing to me is that Obviously, the New York Times, they wanted to go into the whole subscription thing. So you want to pay for the, you know, they're trying to monetize it because regular advertising, as in like on their website, isn't really a thing anymore. It's not really doing very well. Uh, They can't really be sending you the newspaper anymore. That was another way in which people paid for stuff. But now that's also going away. So a lot of the way that they were making money has disappeared. And this feels as if the addition to podcasts to this is a more lucrative form of making money in advertising, which they're not getting anymore in their other in the other ways that they were doing it in the past. So it's a little bit of a pivot that is working out very well-ish for at least the New York Times. And all right. So moving on, this is a uh, this is uh, this next article is from the Hollywood Reporter, entitled "Why Hollywood Is Giving the Nod to Companion Podcasts," and I only put this here because 
maybe for people who are maybe just starting to listen to our show, or maybe there's a lot of folks out there who have started podcasting maybe this year and might think that, wow, what a great idea to have a companion podcast for, I don't know, your TV shows, your movies, all of those things. Not knowing that the vast majority of podcasts since their inception have been around TV shows and movies and franchises. I'm glad they got on board. Oh, you know what, though? I don't think until recently there has been a reason to cross-reference, but now podcasting has that special magical sauce of having no time constraints and no network constraints. They can say whatever they want. They can opine all day. They can raise wild, hairy stories and strategies and suspicions. And like, they don't have to answer really to any, I mean, I guess they, I mean, I guess some do if they're still on a network, but for the most part, they don't. So like, if I were doing a murder mystery show, I'd be like, and you should check out this podcast where an investigator talks about all the dirty crap they found in the closet or whatever, like whatever it is, because it it's, I think it's like, it helps them deepen the story. I don't think it's always been that way though. Yes, it, you know oh it hasn't. God. That's new. What do you That's mean? A new thing. Think about okay. Remember, well, not from not coming directly from TV shows, meaning from like the actual large corporations who are creating this stuff. That's never been a thing. But the audiences and their desire to get so in depth into content is a constant thing. No, I know, but they're not going to send audiences to some schmuck in his basement who just happens to like. CSI. Come on. That has happened in the past. I'm not saying those shows aren't valid. I'm saying a network would not send you there. They would only send you to a place where they've curated the information or given someone permission to curate the information. Oh, no. Well, no, there have been folks. Absolutely. And we're not saying about the network, but what is that show? The Black Blacklist. List. The Blacklist. Oh, gosh. I forgot the name of your show. My God. You, they send the best promos into the feed. Blacklist on on something. Oh my god! Uncensored. The show itself, like the podcast, the the podcast. But they've oh. had a lot of the stars on their show, meaning from the blacklist. Ooh, James Spader. Explained. I think it's. I the do like me some explained. James Spader. Right. And they also in the show they used the podcaster's name in the story. Like one of the buildings was named after the podcast host. So, and for the life of me, I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. I know both of them. Yeah, Troy. 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 Thank you. All I'm saying is that these things have been going on for a long time. I know that I binge listened to, what is that, uh, Downton Abbey. When I watched Downton Abbey, I also was insanely obsessed with a podcast called What's Yours Downstairs. That was my favorite, favorite thing to do when I watched The Crown. Same thing. I was I was listening to the History Chicks had like an offshoot of a podcast that went into everything that was going on with The Crown. Oh my gosh, Game of Thrones. When I was obsessed with Game of Thrones, I was I was listening to like all of the Game of Thrones TV show recaps and podcasts that were all about that show. It is a known thing. And they're often, you know, added whenever there's going to be junkets, like if they're going into Comic-Con and they're there, they usually get passes to come watch the stars of all the things. 
It is insane. Orphan Black, like we talked about last time. So it's just interesting how they're like, like, oh, Hollywood. What is it? What did they just say? What is the name of this thing that I was just, anyway, Hollywood is giving the nod to companion podcasts. Well, I'm glad, Hollywood. I'm glad you see the value. It is like, duh. ABC had Once Upon a Time. For seven or eight seasons. That's right. Daniel J. Lewis, not only did he have a, he had a podcast, then he had a podcast where girls would go in and they would talk about the spoilers. He had a whole forum where they were in there all week talking about the show and everything. And it went on for years. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. He would do a two hour podcast about a one hour show. It was crazy. Yeah. I think the thing that these folks are not capitalizing on. Is because they're cleaning it up a little bit. You know, they're they're making like a 20 to 30 minute podcast episode with a behind the scenes with a couple of the actors, uh, maybe the makeup artist or something like that. That's essentially it begins and then it ends. This is what I'm thinking. Mind you, I haven't listened to any of that stuff, but they don't have that whole fan engagement part of it, which is why fan podcasts are so vibrant is because of that constant conversation that you're talking about, John, which is what I feel like these folks from HBO are not going to be hiring some kind of community manager to manage all the conversations that are happening about the podcast. They're just not going to do that. But that's what they're where they're dropping the ball. Yeah, of course, people want more. But, you know, even the first thing, like way back in the day, thinking about Harry Potter, it wasn't necessarily about the movies, but the the huge podcast that went on and on and on when the Harry Potter books were just starting to come out, where it was like they would have readings every chapter. They would talk about the names. They would talk about where the names came from. They would talk, you know, and there's folks who cannot get enough about these things. And I really don't think that that's what they're doing with, with the show. Mind you, though, Jess, I really wanted to have a show about discussing and getting super deep into The Witcher, which I thought was a phenomenal Netflix show. I got so sucked into that. Why can't I get sucked into it? I cannot. Oh, get you did into not it. get into it. Oh, I was so into it. No, I really, but I'd like to talk about Hunters anytime you Hunters want. Hunters was really Ooh. great as well. Also, do you watch The Boys on uh, Amazon? I started to watch The Boys and then it got really gory. Like there's a point when it gets so It's a little gory. gory. No, it's just try and get past it. It's like The Sopranos, right? Try and get past it because the story is so crazy ridiculous. It is crazy ridiculous. I did. I just got a little overwhelmed. Yeah, The Witcher. The Witcher to me, I just really liked the storyline. I thought it was really intriguing and I really liked the way that they like came up with an entire other world. That was so mystical. I don't know. I really like The Witcher. It's funny that you say the boys got gory because like literally the first 30 seconds, this guy's holding his girlfriend's hands. And then they go away and then he's still holding her <laughs> She gets ripped away from him. It's so gross. It's so gross. Oh, God. I did it's not. True. It's very gory. No, no, no. I did not like The Boys. You it's... were like, and we're done here. Yeah, no. I don't know. And Shadow. And Shadow I started with Shadow and Bone, Terry, and then... I didn't continue. I watched the first 20 minutes of it. I should probably continue with Shadow and Bone. I think that, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Is that his, how you say his name? Henry? Yes. He Superman. is just, he's just amazing. He's Superman. I would rather watch Henry do all the things Henry does. Oh, yes, please. With proper London accent, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. He's so British. I love it. But... 
I'm just saying that I'm glad Hollywood is now on it with the podcasts. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, this is breaking news, though, Jess. This Netflix survey thing is, well, we can't really say it's news because it, this is primarily gossip. This is gossip. Because what people have taken up from this is that there, ha- you know how there's surveys that companies put out so that they can kind of gauge the yeah, interest. Yeah, we're one of those companies. Yeah. The- yeah. So <laughs> Netflix just put that out. They put out a survey where they hinted at something called the N+. And in that, it seems like there might be some podcasts involved Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. and that there are and but here the interesting thing about that it's not necessarily just that there's going to be podcasts because netflix already has a bunch of podcasts but i believe it looks like they're all going to be accessible from within the app that's awesome so it's interesting i love that very cool so super cool and cute super cool that is super cool. Yes. So keep going. That was it. I'm just going to have that as a link. And- okay. All right. Um, next one. The Apple Podcast app is a crime against humanity. <laughs> All right. And then the sub the subtitle is Listen to Me Wine. <laughs> Story by Callum Booth. Amongst all the big product announcements Apple made at its April event, the company also ushered in a new era for its podcast offering. Specifically, it introduced subscriptions in a redesigned app. Today, we're talking about the latter. Why? Because the podcast... Because the Apple Podcast app redesign is a violation of our human rights, a plague among this fair and pleasant land. (laughs) Okay, that's a bit much, but the redesign is annoying. Anything that gets tweaked should be better to use. This has not happened with the Podcast app. The most obvious and least offensive change is visual. Oh, no. The overall shape of the app remains the same. The show pages have been redesigned so they look far more modern. Here's an example from the marketing materials. I don't mind this. It was do a facelift. But my problems are with the redesign are far more functional. Let's look deeper. One of the things Apple changed in the refresh was the fact that you no longer subscribe. You follow them. I also find this very annoying. If you're trying to launch an actual paid subscription model, follow makes way more sense to separate paying and non-paying users. Okay, so we get that, right? Right. But the change removed all the download preferences. There's a number of podcasts that I listen to, this is from Callum, that pump out a gamut of episodes, a fair chunk of which I have no intention of listening to. Interview-based shows are a good example. In these instances, I turn off the auto-download to stop my phone. Since the update, every damn show is set to automatically download. Having to go through my library and update settings is irritating, but I can actually, but I can accept it. It hasn't happened to everyone else, so I can write it off as a bug, but there's one bit of the redesign I cannot deal with the change to the latest episode section. And then the subtitle is the true horror <laughs> of the Apple podcast app redesign. I like to think the way I listen to shows is normal. I find a list of all the episodes in my library and scroll down till I find one I want to listen to. Over the years, Apple's made this a little harder by hiding the menu, but now it has massacred my poor section. Prior to the update, latest episodes was just that, all the latest episodes. But since the update, I've only been shown a handful. Apple puts a time filter on this section. The default team seems to be we one that, week. Right? But the bigger true? problem is that the largest filter you can put on is a month. Why? Surely it would be just simpler to list every unplayed episode as it used to do. I like to curate them... Does he not understand? That's why 
Come on. No, dude. Listen, here's the thing with a lot of those. If you're going to put your show under subscription, you can't show all the ones since the dawning of time because most of those are going to be locked down now. What? That's why. Not most of them, Jess. Not most. If we chose to put our show under subscription. Most likely, the older episodes would be under lockdown. That's I what, would not want that because then we that's would what, literally drop our audience size to like zero. Well, I didn't say it was a smart strategy. I'm just telling you why they're doing it. If they introduce subscriptions, then yeah, they're not going to allow every Tom, Dick, and Harry to download every episode because it's sort of like, well, why bother making money off of it if you can just access every show? But you and I wouldn't do that anyway. There's a usability aspect of this. That is what I'm saying. It's like if you're used to seeing these things come up and all of a sudden you're in all of the settings that you've had, think about it from this perspective. Let's say your email. Let You know how you have same box sometimes or you have certain filters for your email that you work with so that it works for you and you can find what you need and you can go back or whatever. Like there's ways in which you can manage these things. What if all of a sudden your app, your email app updated and and all of those filters were gone and it was making choices for you? It was just going like, oh, Jessica's not going to see all of Elsie's um, messages, emails to her because she only needs to see five of Elsie's latest emails. But you want all of my emails coming to you because... You want to know what I send you. And there's times when you don't want to read it right then, but you want to see them. But if it made some random decision to just show you the latest five, you'd be pissed. It's not random. It's not random, though. It's since the... Well, I'm, I know it's since the update. But what I'm saying is now it's up to you to go like, why am I not seeing the emails? And then you have to go in there and go like, that's annoying. That's what I'm saying. It should be on the onus of the show person, not the onus of the listener. I agree with that completely. And the thing is, most people have zero idea this is happening on the back end, which is why I also put that other article in here, which is um, the the latest, uh, the one at the bottom where it says, prevent Apple's updated podcast app from eating your storage. And that one in there, for anybody who has been experiencing this, there's another thing that's happening too. And again, not for everybody. Just, you can't, I can't say it's for everybody. It's just for some people where all of a sudden, all of the shows, all of the episodes or all of the shows that you're following, the episodes are being downloaded to your device, even though you have told it not to do that. And so now it's eating up all the data because you have, depending upon how many podcasts. Well, that's a bug. Obviously, that's a bug. Well, yeah. Okay. But there's also the bugs that, like the ones where um, there's double episode, like it's it's overlooking the podcast title at the feed level and it's it's like only looking at that one. It's overlooking the iTunes title tag. And all of a sudden it has like double episodes for some folks. Episode numbers. For some folks. Okay. Well, let's just it, say it. It's a hot mess. It's a hot right? mess. We'll just say exactly. It. It's a hot so mess. all I'm saying to everybody here, there's going to be links in the show notes to some of these things as well, is that you cannot, and I think I wrote this inside of the She Podcast group. I can tell you this one thing, everybody, and it might actually hurt your feelings when I say this. Uh-oh. <laughs> My feelings? Um, No, everybody's feelings. Everyone else's feelings. Everybody's, no, everyone's feelings. Not my feelings, though. Maybe. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm kidding. Because if you look at 
everybody's stats, like your own personal podcast stats, it might actually, in some cases, look like you've got a lot more downloads. And then you're going to go, oh my gosh, so exciting. They love our show. And then really- They love our show. I have more people listening. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. When really, it's just because the people that are subscribed to your show are getting all of your shows downloaded- Twice. To their device. And it's like annoying. And they're not actually listening. They're just getting their shows downloaded. So there's just a lot of stuff like that. All of these funky, weird things. Then the, then the you know, certain people's podcasts have disappeared from Apple Podcasts. So that's going to affect it in the other way around. Because you don't know if they're actually <laughs> getting, you know, folks are being able to download shows. Maybe you're losing, you know, people following your show. It's, it's a hot mess. All the way around. I tried. I tried using the Apple Podcast app. I took all the other ones off. I took and, and only put only tried to use that. I lasted seven days, and I deleted the app clean off my iPhone. It's gone. Oh wow! Clean you off. totally got rid of it. I altogether. got rid of it. Clean I said off. that's enough. I'm a du- I'm done with you. I'm done I'm with done you. With you. Yep. I can't with you. I can't with you. Also, oh yeah, I forgot to mention this because I alluded to it last episode. But now what the podcast app is doing as well is that it's stripping off a lot of the HTML that it used to support. So Apple Podcast, historically, from the beginning, was able to really support our show notes. So the way that I craft the show notes, where I have headers, I have bullet points, there are hyperlinked, ep- like I have a whole link list of every single episode, every single um, article that we mentioned on the show, links to stuff. They're all in there. Everything is hyperlinked in there so that if you want to follow along and even read the articles that we're talking about, you can do it. But now, hopefully, we don't know yet, due to a bug, it has removed hyperlinks from the equation. So now if you look at our show notes, it's just the text. You can't hyper, you, anything that's hyperlinked on our, on our show notes, you can't link through. The only thing that it links through are naked text, excuse me, naked links. So if you have just naked. the actual HTTP, you know, dash, 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 whatever, www.com, that is linkable, but it's naked, so you can't hyperlink it. And the other thing that it does is that it removes, oh my God, it removes bullets. So now it's just what? a hot mess. All my, my, my show notes look horrible and you don't even know what you're reading you just see a bunch of words together with no 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 nothing so i'm thoroughly disturbed by this because i as you know jess you've had a hard time with me and show notes show notes have always been my thing show notes show notes show notes and now they're just a hot mess it looks horrible in apple podcasts you can't click through any of the calls to action that we have if I, i have like a you know click here or tap through here to buy your tickets to She Podcast Live or, you know, all of those things for our sponsors, all the links to our sponsors. No. So now you have to actually just have the the URL and that way it works. But it's annoying because at this point in time, I don't know if it's an actual bug or if this is a new feature <laughs> that, yeah, that's that hard to know. Apple Podcast has put out. So... <laughs> 
I can't even say, you know how I'm always saying, like, you can look straight into your phone at your app of choice. You can look and you can click through to all the things. That is not true. At this point in time, as we're recording on in mid-May, maybe it's a bug, maybe there'll be an update and then we can find it out. But as of now, Apple Podcast truly is a hot mess. And I am very disappointed. That's all I have yep. to say. All right. Let's take a moment of silence for the Apple Podcast app, shall we? <laughs> Bow your heads in prayer. Bye. Bow your heads. May, may it be better soon. <laughs> we love you. Okie dokie. Um, okay, that's all it. I have for my pet peeves section, I guess, at AKA News. Well, I don't think we have anything else to discuss. And we've been talking we for don't. a while, so oh we should probably wrap it up, right? Well, before we go, I just would like to say, if you haven't gotten your tickets to She Podcast Live, please do it. We will be announcing speakers very soon in the next couple of weeks. Are you kidding me? No, don't say that. Because that's not true. Weeks, I said. Weeks, not days. Weeks, weeks. I don't, I don't I think even like, know. I think don't, like don't believe end us. of June. All right, end of June, probably. We also have a team. More of a team than I even hired. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. I hired a very good friend of mine who has done lots of involved, dramatic, theatrical events in New York City for all kinds of clients, including American Express. She worked at American Express for two years in charge of their events. She's a very good friend of mine. Her name is Jen. So if you guys interact with her, that's who is going to be our like point person for the hotel and vendors and things like that. So she'll be taking care of like the event event stuff where I'm a little bit out of my league. And then um, she has some staff as well, including I haven't even told you about this yet, Elsie, but she has a producer that she is hiring. So technically I'm hiring, but really she's hiring a producer that used to work with her at the event management company called Imagination, someone who used to do sets and build for the Sydney Opera House in Sydney, Australia. That person is going to be designing our stage and some of our building what? and some of our. Yes, we are having Sydney Opera House level shit, yo. And. <laughs> it sounded so uncouth. By the way, I did that on purpose. Um, but they're amazing. They are amazing. And I'll tell you something else. The second, the second we got on, I got on the phone with both of them. They had already researched our entire life history with the thing. They were like, I love this event. I love what you're doing. I have a thousand ideas. I have a thousand questions. That's what you want when you hire someone, not someone who's like, oh, yeah, well, um, so Jess, Elise, how's it going today? Oh, no. I hate that. Please stop calling me Elise, people. That's not my name. Well, I really was hoping to hire someone who would like take the time to get to know what we did, what we're doing, what our mission is. And they came to the call knowing everything. I love that. That is a true professional. Anyway, I'm very excited. They came in in our budget, which isn't much, but it's an investment that I think will really help. This is just some behind the scenes shit. Once we get this looking like the event we dream it will be. The next year, it'll be even easier to have that. And the next year, it'll be easier to afford more because people will see that we have this like next level thing and they'll and next level sponsors will follow and then we'll be able to go to the next level. So like I'm not saying we have to do it in Vegas yet, but I'm saying like the sponsors we How want that will going to Vegas next level. 
I think of Vegas as the top level because it's it's the place with the convention centers that can hold the most people. I don't know of very many convention centers other than Javits and Las Vegas that can hold 100,000 people. That's what I was thinking. I was, I was being sarcastic. Okay. Okay. But I'm just saying like, no, I don't want to go to Vegas. I'm just saying like they have the biggest fucking places. Anyway, we want sponsors that are corporate so that we can have food taken care of. That's what we want. That's the most expensive thing at an event is breakfast, lunch, and dinner and snacks. So if we have corporate sponsors, they pay for food. And then when people come to our events, it's all inclusive. Right. Do you know what I mean? I would love for it to be all inclusive and not to have women waiting in line for a bagel and be late to keynotes. I don't want that. I want and that shit in the lobby. <laughs> exactly. I well, want they can go the on lobby. a trip to Whole Foods with me. Elsie. <laughs> Elsie wants to know why she can't just bring in a buffet of Whole Foods stuff. Like a hotel would ever fucking allow that. Elsie yeah, just wants I to get a bucket of berries. Yes, we got in big trouble. We we catered an event at a hotel from another restaurant and they stood outside with trash bags and made our attendees throw the food in the garbage. They didn't. They were like this, putting it in their mouth and they were taking it away. It was horrific. That is probably the worst experience I've ever had with a hotel in my it life. It was awful, people. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm really excited. This is also someone that I grew up with. So she's one of my favorite people in the whole world. She has a really sophisticated and fun way of pulling off grandma chic that I love. Grandma chic? She is a grandma chic person. She's a big glasses, 70s moo moo, large rings kind of like. Oh person, grandma. She- I just love her so much. She's my favorite. Uh, anyway, I don't think so she's going to really be excited. like. Thank you for using those words to describe. Those are her me. exact words. Okay, as a matter of right. fact. All right, Tamara. One day we're going to have to tell you the story of what we went through mm. when we had all the food thrown away. It was traumatic for all of us involved. Second podcast movement after I had Isaac. So it was 2015. We had a lunch. People paid for a ticket to our event and lunch included. Yes. Oh, God. Never again. Anyway. All right. So anyway, get your tickets. Shepodcast.com slash live. Get your tickets to the event. It's shaping up to be amazing. It's going to be so much fun. It's in Scottsdale, Arizona, October 14th through 17th. Shepodcast.com forward slash live. Also, if you want to catch us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, you can get us at she podcast you can also find the show notes at shepodcast.com send us your feedback about our show feedback at shepodcast.com if you're watching live elsie is doing charades with someone that isn't me (laughs) it's ipad time i wanted to show my daughter and she decided to not she's they're so i want her to i want her to come and they won't i know i think it's starting to be that way too they're so tweeny. Yeah, Isaac's starting to be that way too. Oh my god, I started doing this to Isaac. I was like petting his head. I was putting him to bed. I'm petting his head and he goes, Stop it, mom, it's embarrassing. I'm like, We're not with anyone. <laughs> How is it embarrassing? Oh god, so it's only six. It's so early for this prima donna bullshit. We almost made it to love you mean it. Oh yeah, sorry. Keep <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> love you. Mean it. Bye. Ruff, 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 ruff.